Okay, good morning everyone. Very, very warm welcome to our daily pre-market trade plan live session, which is our opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. Uh, good morning everyone. Good to have you all with us as always. Um, bit of a sort of a bland, bit of a quiet start, but things do seem like they're beginning to stack up a little bit in terms of the trades that we're looking for. We're looking for some quite specific market moves. And it looks like we're beginning to, that's beginning to feed through when we look at the US dollar um, and we're watching these, these equity markets very, very carefully to see um, how they are going to react to, I suppose yesterday we had the first major piece of news and it was um, negative for the US economy. Consumer sentiment is, has dropped really significantly below expectations. Um, that's, that's, that's potentially a really big concern. The market reaction was interesting. An initial rollover to the downside, followed by a, a, a pretty strong pullback. So we've got these markets, which there is this disconnect, as I've been talking about now for a few weeks. And what, what that means for investors is that they're caught between two stools. So they want to capitalize on short-term upside in the equity markets, but they're looking at a lot of the data and they're, they're doing the same thing that we're doing, going, Okay, there were, things look like they're they're getting worse. If you look at bond yields, they're pushing higher. If you're looking at the dollar, we're still in a, a strengthening phase for the US dollar, um, and there's there's concerns here, there, and everywhere. There's a banking crisis potentially bubbling away in the background. All of these concerns are offset by very very short term sort of um, micro developments like Nvidia earnings really driving excessive demand and with capital still piling in it, it's it's that change in narrative that's going to be really quite significant for these markets and that's what we're spending our time talking about during these quite choppy conditions but today now seems to be the first decent opportunity um since last week's Nvidia earnings report where we can look to to work with some decent opportunities unfortunately we've been sitting on our hands for a few days um, just looking at markets, trying to assess, you know, we're a bit uncomfortable with the with the with the dollar um, the dollar weakness trade. Now that dollar is looking like it's turning into a strength trade, it looks like a bit more of a risk off uh, angle to these markets going into today's GDP and then tomorrow's um, higher than expected. Uh, well, sorry, higher than previous. Uh, core PCE numbers, which is the Fed's favorite inflation figure. Okay, so lots to really digest and, and strategize, and we look to pull the trigger in those trades at the right times. They still need to fit into what we refer to as a high probability trade. It'd be so easy to be throwing two, three, four, five trades into these markets and just almost taking a chance. We'd rather, you know, be patient if the, if the market conditions are so mixed. Uh, be patient until that sort of the clouds clear a little bit and then we can start pulling the trigger and we can then be a little bit more aggressive if we need to be uh, okay so let's get straight into it and let's start of course with our risk warning just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on the screen good morning everyone great to have you with us okay so hopefully today there's a bit of action uh, to get involved in that's uh that's how things were looking just a little while ago unless things have changed in the last 10 minutes which is possible um all profitable traders need to consider of course which markets to trade where do we then enter and exit these markets? How do we manage risk successfully? And, and 
Uh, trade frequency is an important part of that risk. If you're taking 10 trades right now, you know, you might have one or two winners. You might have a significant number of losers. Um, all you're really doing is putting your capital at risk, whereas what we've been doing last few days is, is being a little bit patient and just waiting for the opportunities to come. Uh, trade management, important feature, along with trade psychology. And the psychology of these markets are going to become more, more poignant uh, as, as these conditions unfold. Um, that fear and anxiety, we're, we're very conscious of it. Uh, a bit of bit of greed last week with Nvidia, a bit of um, euphoria, a bit of um, which is not really playing out anywhere else in the market, but it is in the equities. So that's an interesting dynamic because at what point will those sort of greedy um, positions in these markets will they start to unwind? And at what point will capital start coming out in terms of profit taking? All of these things are really, really finely balanced right now. And we're strong advocates, as you know, as being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, and of course, be patient as well. Right. So let's have a look at this news event from yesterday. So uh, not as insignificant as the price action would, would actually tell you. So we, we keep saying globally, the global market is not in a great place. We have lots of major economies in or very close to recession um, with their equity markets at all-time highs, ironically enough, with this higher rate environment. US up at 5.5%, um, BOE up at 525 uh, 4.5% for the ECB. Look, they're all here on the bottom left-hand corner of Forex Factory. Um, so yeah, the... 4.5 for the um, for the eurozone, and we kept saying that a lot of this dollar strength is is pretty much based on um, uh, the pieces which are still performing exponentially well. So there, there's not really much sign of that recession just yet. Now, will the global economy end up bringing down the U.S. economy? We probably think that's probably the like, likeliest path. So we're looking for the individual pieces to start to fall apart. And the first one is consumer confidence. So if, a, if, a, if the consumer in the US is not as confident about you know, their situation, um, whether it's work-related, whether it's pay-related, whether it's uh, excessive debt, whether it's um, you know, the fact that interest rates are up 5.5% and what impact is that having on whether they're concerned about markets moving forward, whether they think that there's this bubble underway and, and if that blows up, then you know it can lead to excessive job losses and, and it has a whole cascade effect. So what we saw yesterday was um, actually a significant dip in, in consumer confidence levels. Now, we're going to get um, consumer sentiment figures on Friday. That's going to be quite interesting. Uh, will that come in slightly below expectations as well? So you've got a less confident U.S. consumer, um, which the reason why they, they kind of monitor these, these types of numbers and why they're so important is because it, it impacts the consumer in terms of decision-making. Will we go out and will we get that second or third car this year? Perhaps we won't because of we're not that confident about the economy. Um you know, the cost of living is still so significant. We're not really that confident. So confidence plays an important part because the authorities want us to go out and spend every single penny we have. 
whether it's through debt, whether it's through, um, you know, buying stuff. Um, and, and that's what's been keeping the wheels. And that's what's been really quite surprising about the US consumer is how resilient they've been, how much they've been wanting to spend. And each and every one of us knows exactly how, how prices have gone up exponentially, way above the, the 3% that, you know, the, the official numbers. Well, we know when we go out and when we do stuff and when we buy our shop, we, we know the impact that's having on our bottom line and the fact that we're, we're eating into more and more disposable income uh, to pay for our standard of living. Um, so, so confidence is beginning to drain. Just look at the numbers over the last six months. Um, what we're seeing is um, last September and last, go back even further. So the low was pretty much last August. We, we had a similar dynamic where confidence was really quite strong in the summer, in July, and then in August and September, it started to, to, to dip. We, we bottomed out in October off the back of this, uh, this little short-term selling. And then October lows started to rally. Numbers started to pick up quite considerably, rolling into December and January. Really quite a positive, upbeat, confident consumer. And now it's taken a bit of a hit again. So um, we're still, we're not in dangerous territory, but it's the first piece that could actually you know, start to to reveal that, that these conditions are likely to actually get worse rather than get better from here. Um, uh, Australian CPI year on year, we're expecting um, inflation to come in a little bit stronger and it actually came in in line with, um, with the previous figures. 3.4, we haven't seen any further upside in Australian inflation. That's quite interesting because uh, the some economies which inflation is beginning to, to raise, other economies is kind of flatlining. Um, I think it's apart from the Canadian economy, um, I think all the others are either uh, inflation is pushing a little bit higher or it's, or it's not really making any, any further progress to the downside. And that's a bit of a concern for these central banks. Um, also overnight, we had the RBNZ, we had uh, them hold rates at 5.5%. Um, so just want to just share this this chart with you. So we've we've obviously been peaking like we have done with the Fed. Um, we've been up at these significant levels. The expectation is at some point for these rates to start rolling over to the downside. The question, like it is for the Fed, is is when, um, and and that's the, that's the tough one. And what happens to these equity markets when? the Fed decide to start cutting rates is also another really significant picture. So right now, it depends what data you're looking at and, and, and effectively what decisions you make off the back of that data. So this afternoon, we've got uh, some growth-related data. So GDP quarter on quarter expected to come in 3.3. Previously, it was over 5%, 5.2%. So um, it's, a, it's a bit of a, a dip off the previous. So it implies this more of a seasonal factor to the last report. Um, and now it's a little bit more of a, a conservative um, GDP number. So will that come in line with expectations above or below expectations? That's the important feature. And then just make sure you don't sort of take your eye off the boil. Once we have today's 
growth number. Um, we've also got tomorrow's inflation number, which is likely to probably to be the most significant uh, news event of the trading week, it would seem, with the last leg being consumer sentiment. And again, if that comes in like the confidence figure does, um, you know, we can probably expect a, a pretty lively end to this trading week uh, because it's been such a quiet week to begin with. Okay, so without further ado, let's get up the charts. So we spoke about the potential. We were very reluctant to get into this buy trade over the last few days, even though prices were continuing to kind of rally. Um, what we would absolutely prefer to get into is... Oops. Um, let me just get up our pen quickly. So, so all of these markets are coming from high. And now, after the last few days of, of sort of poor quality setups, they're now beginning to roll over to the downside. So let me show you if I can get my pen up. Right, there we go. So, um, so it was this pullback off the lows across the board. And we were really reluctant to start buying up at these elevated levels. So the trade we're looking for is at least an attempt for this market to, to roll over to the downside. And you can see the Aussie dollar, we've already begun to make that progress. So that's the first thing. Are these markets turning into a little bit of a risk-off trade? It has reasons to sell off. You could argue that that the boot that the massive move from last week was a little bit. We 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 thought it was a little bit of overkill. Um, maybe there's a realization where there's the appetite to the upside is not as great as it was perhaps last week, and maybe there's a, a little bit of a, a corrective move in the pipeline. So this looks like it's beginning to set up, which is why we can potentially have some some good opportunities to look at. Looking at markets like the Aussie dollar, um, rolling over to the downside could be an interesting one and see if gold starts to reject these highs. Uh, it looks like we've rejected those highs from yesterday and will these markets start to roll over to the downside? So that risk off trade appears to be in the pipeline. So let's see if there's anything across these markets that could change that kind of narrative same same sort of view really uh, with the nasdaq we did make technical highs last week and then we've done really not a huge amount since the, the dow jones rolled over yesterday into support now let's see where it goes from here um we've got this level just up at these we made new highs and we've also pulled back into, it's only a very, very shallow pullback, but it's a pullback nonetheless. So this is, um, the German economy is not performing particularly well. In fact, it's technically in recession. There's a, a banking problem as well for the, for the German economy. And yet the indices are at all time highs. So as far as the equities are concerned, everything is good. There is nothing negative about these economies whatsoever even though they're in recession. So it's um, from a, a trading perspective, it's just a, it's just a tough one to get into all time highs in these markets um, as they keep rallying. And yet it looks like it would be a strategy which would be very, very profitable right now, but this won't last forever. 
And when this starts to roll over, there could be some decent opportunities to be uh, to be had. Okay. Um, so crude oil, um, just in this little sideways pattern, um, we, we do like this market above 79.50. We can't get above there. We do also like it to the downside below the 75.50. So we're in a $4 sort of range. Even the last three or four days have been up and down. Um, and uh, we, we, just, we just have to keep monitoring that one. So gold, we're looking for the potential to roll over to the downside. Um, let's let's start taking a couple of these these levels down, so we've got a bit more of a, a detailed uh, trade plan. So gold to the downside. This is our trade call below the twenty twenty five. Let's see the equity markets, the S&P 500. We're a little bit indecisive at the minute, but there could be an opportunity to the downside below the 50, 50, 66. Could even get into it a little bit higher. Yeah, it's a tough call. Okay, so just looking at the the yen pairs, it was an interesting bit of news that that the BOJ would be looking to start uh, pushing rates higher um, over the course of the year, and that would be an interesting development. And yesterday we saw a little bit of yen strength, but it never really. So a few of these markets kind of tease you to, to certainly start looking at them, and then prices reverse. And um, we're just left really just just trying to be patient again to wait for those better opportunities to come our way. So so we could look at selling the euro dollar below the 108.11. Euro dollar 108.11. Um, We'd certainly prefer selling the US. See, the difference between the euro dollar, the euro dollar is a pullback, whereas the pound dollar, there is a technical sort of structural failure trade to the upside. We're just reversing up those highs. So again, it's just trade selection. It's not, it's not great. We pull back, we, we've just been in a two, four, six, eight, ten day pretty much sideways pattern. So it's a breakout of these these markets, which is which is what's interesting. So this is now a technical buy trade above yesterday's high. See, we don't want to work too hard. But the um, 3550 135.50 with further upside expected there. And then and then the Aussie and the New Zealand. Really big moves, obviously, over the Asia session due to that news event. And we're down at these lower levels. So um, I suppose a little bit of a pullback could trigger that next move, but we've seen most of the move for the day now, so we'll probably 
Um, right, let's put this into our trade plan and hopefully this will make a little bit more, more clarity. So I suppose the first thing to say is just in terms of market summary, uh, again, off yesterday's slightly negative consumer confidence numbers, potential risk off of market conditions. Um, so the last couple of days, we were wanting to keep options open, see if an opportunity presents itself. It, it, it didn't really to any great extent. Uh, um, let's do it like this. And then let's let's go into a little bit more detail. Um, let's go euro dollar sell below the one oh eight eleven. Let's go um, dollar CAD looking to buy above the one thirty five fifty. And last but not least, let's go um, gold. The the twenty twenty five. Okay. So let me let me just. Right, so this is pretty much our trade plan. So in terms of a summary, we've got potential risk off conditions beginning to feed through. What does that mean? It means there's a strong potential for the US indices to start weakening with the correlated uh, dollar strength trade beginning to feed through. Now we're getting the dollar strength trade uh, as, as we've just seen. It's the US indice weakness trade that probably, in fact, let's uh, let's just reverse these rounds is round and uh, so we'll, we'll have a little bit more of a look at potential dollar strength then we'll see if we get follow follow through from the us indice weakness and there's been a real big significant disconnect guys between the indices and the dollar and also between the indices and the bond markets. So there is something bubbling away in here in the background, just for you to be mindful of. But specifically, euro dollar looking to sell below the 108.11, the dollar CAD will expose ourselves to the euro dollar and then perhaps a commodity currency as well, uh, the 135.50. And there's also a potential gold trade in there if that dollar does begin to strengthen uh, below the 2025. Okay. So this is going to be our trade plan for the to today, guys. Um, I'll post it into the chat box for you. It's a little bit more detailed in, in, in opportunity as well, and hopefully we'll be able to pull the trigger in today's trading. We've not been able to do so really 
20 great said for the last couple of weeks so um something seems to be just beginning to build up now so uh hopefully we can start pulling the trigger on some decent trades okay the other thing to just comment on just before i let you go is the fact that um it's the end of the month tomorrow so friday being the first of march you, you often get a bit of reconciliation so you could better get a bit of short-term selling a bit of sort of profit taking to close out the calendar month so worth keeping an eye out for that all right then guys on that note um just posted a trade plan into the chat box uh thanks very much for joining us the narrative is a bit you know it's a bit bland really at the minute um now we have the potential for you know recessionary fears sort of narratives to start feeding through perhaps this sticky inflation narrative for tomorrow could be a real focus of this risk-off trade um but it's tenuous at the minute so we need something a little bit more substantial uh, any questions feel free to post them guys on that note thanks for joining us we'll let you go we're going to switch rooms obviously to our european live trade room now so if you want to join us for that we'll see you in the other room now in just a few seconds uh, if you are interested in learning how to trade you can access one of our discounted live trading and education bundles on the website it does start from just 59 dollars per calendar month so hopefully you find that an affordable solution for you for more information just go to the live great stuff guys on that note this is my pleasure we'll speak to you soon bye for now